Shalom Aleichem, Mishnah continues, finishing up Perak Zion, the seventh chapter of Eruvin today. So we're in chapter seven, Mishnah Yud, Bekol Me'arvin Mishtatvin, with anything, with any food, you can make an Eruv and a Shituf. Chutz Minamayim Uminamelech, but not water and not salt. Divri Rabbi Eliezer. That's the words of Rabbi Eliezer. This water and salt should sound familiar from Meiser Shani. Remember, the Meiser Shani funds or items were eaten in your shalim. If you had money, you'd redeemed your Meiser Shani items into money, then the money could be used to buy anything that was, you know, grown from the ground, but not things like water and salt. That was Meiser Shani. So this is Rabbi Eliezer. Now, we, we learned before that we make an Erev Chatserot on bread. So it sounds like Rabbi Eliezer is arguing. Some of Farshim say he's not really arguing, but he's coming to argue only in Rabbi Yeshua that we're about to see. So we should continue. It's Rabbi Yeshua Omer Kikar Hu Eruv. He says a loaf of bread is the Eruv. Now he would agree that for Shidduch Mavo, you could use anything, but Zafka, a loaf for an Eruv HaTzerot, Aval Afilu Meya Seya Behiprusa. Ein Ma'arvin Ba. Even if you had a giant loaf of bread and you cut a slice of it, you can't make an Erev with a slice, even if it's from a giant bread from a seya of flour. Now, seya is 144 eggs. So this is a gigantic loaf of bread and you cut a giant slice, but it's merely a slice. So he says you can't make an Erev with it wherever Eliezer would allow slices of bread, as long as you know your amount of food is what we mentioned in Mishnah Ches yesterday. Uh, the, you know, the two, two meals, if you have 18 or more people or 18 or 18 or less, you need a fig's worth, dry fig's worth for each person. And the Mishnah continues wrapping up Rabbi Yehushua's opinion. Kikar be'isar, if you had a loaf of bread, even if it's made from a small amount of flour, like an isar coin's worth, who's shalem, but it's a shalem me'arvin bo. So he doesn't allow a giant slice from a giant loaf because it's a slice. Uh, but he would allow a tiny loaf because it's a loaf. And we do have a cheshivas, of course, on Shabbat to use Lecha Mishneh to try to have a full loaf, even a small loaf or a bagel or a matzah. If it's sholem, if it's whole and complete, the way it was baked, then that has a much greater preference to make the hamotzi on. As Rabbi Silver taught in the Smichat Chaver program this year, but Hilchot Shabbat, is that according to some post scheme, it's even better if you only have one sholem, one full loaf. It's better to pull one out of the freezer to make your hamotzi on two loaves, even though Lamaisa, one of them is frozen right now, you know, it could be defrosted later, rather than use slices. But anyway, Legabe Eruv, we're talking about the Eruv, not the Hamotzi, Rabbi Eliezer would allow slices, Rabbi Yehoshua, no. Good, on to Mishnah 11. Noten Adam Ma, a man can give a coin, Lechenvani Vilanachtam, to the shopkeeper or the baker. Now, this is someone who lives in his Eruv or his Mavui. Kadeshi is Kelo Eruv, to be part of the Eruv, so he's buying in. Divrei Rabbi Eliezer. This is according to Rabbi Eliezer. So you could, you know, pay for a little of the materials, and then when the guy makes the loaf, and everyone else comes, and they buy the loaf, and they put it in the chatzar, he's already part of the Erev Orshitav. They say his money doesn't acquire for him. Now, this requires a little bit of explanation. We're going to get into this in detail in Bava Metziah, when we talk about acquisitions, acquisitions made with purchase of money versus things like pulling or lifting, uh, so on a Dale Wright level, on a biblical level, maut kanot, your money makes an acquisition. However, this can cause problems because what if Ruvain pays Shimon for a warehouse full of flax and, but doesn't go and collect his flax just now. So on a Dale level, on a biblical level, he already owns all the flax and Shimon might not be careful 
to have proper, um, you know, sprinkler systems and fire prevention in that warehouse, and the flax will burn up and cause a loss. So they rabbinically, they required an additional Kenyan to fully own movable property, such as Meshicha pulling it, or Hagba picking it up, and the like. We'll talk about this in Bava Metzia in detail, don't worry. So what the sages are saying is he paid money, which should work, and according to Eliezer, it certainly does work because we're lenient to allow back to the default of just money works to buy part of the loaf of bread. However, the sages are saying we don't go back to the default and rely on that because what's going to happen is the shopkeeper or the baker, when he goes to be mizake to transfer over ownership of the food, of the loaf, to everybody else in the air of the Mavui, he's not going to have this one guy who paid cash in mind because he thinks, oh, he's already Kone, and he's not necessarily Kone, just with his cash. The mission continues, Modim Bisharkul Adam, but the sages agree regarding other people, not bakers and shopkeepers or selling bread, Shazachulam Osev, that the money there does work, because those people don't normally sell food and loaves of bread, so they have in mind that the guy paid money to buy in, to buy in his share of the Eruv. The Mishnah explains, She'ein me'arvin adam elamidaita. We don't make an Eruv for a person, include a person with an Eruv, only with his consent. So the implication here, because Mefarshim, is if he gives money to another guy in the Chatzar or the Mavui and says, hey, I'm going to buy into the Eruv, then that regular guy is his Shaliach. So he's showing that his Das is to join the Eruv. Um, and the other guy is acting as shaliach to get the Eruv stuff together and then buy the loaf with everyone's money. But if he gives it to the baker or the shopkeeper who already is selling the food, then he's not making a shaliach. He's trying to purchase right now part of the Eruv. And the sages say that does not work. Now the Mishnah concludes, Amar Rabbi Yehuda, the Medzmar Morim. When does this apply that you need to make a shaliach and you can't buy in? Be'eruve t'chumin. That's an Eruv t'chum. And where the reason is you need to have the dot, the agreement and consent of the giver. So by Erev Tuchumin, remember, if you put your Tuchum in a place, you get 2,000 amot to walk from that place where the food was put. So you can't go putting a Erev Tuchumin down for somebody else without his full acquiescence because you're limiting the area you can walk in Shabbat. This is chapter 5, review of chapter 5 here. But... Aval be'eruvei chatzerot, where Yehuda says you're making it eruv on the chatzer, so then you wouldn't, you know, the buy-in would be okay at the store level as well, because ma'arvin ladat shaladat, you can include someone in the eruv even without his formal uh, assent and uh, commitment to it. Because uh, you can help somebody even not in front of him, even without his knowledge. We don't. Uh, limit somebody unless he knows. So Rabbi Yehuda is saying that an Erev Chatzerot, allowing someone to carry between his house and the courtyard, that's always a zechut. That's always beneficial. Uh, but an Erev Tuchum, which limit, which enables him to walk in one direction but limits the other direction, is not. And the Gemara brings another understanding, Rabbi Yehuda, that he's not arguing with the sages. So when you learn up the, the entire Shas and the Gemara, you'll check that out. Uh, have a great day.